Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. So if you hear a little snoring in the background, it's because King is asleep next to me. No big deal, boo. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about the power of collaborations for visibility. So we all want to be more visible. Visible is the, or visibility is the name of the game as business owners. So as we are growing our businesses, obviously we want to be visible. We want people to see us. We want more brand awareness, things like that, because the more eyes that are on us and our content, the better chances we have at actually being able to get sales because we need eyes, right? So collaborations, collaborations are so powerful. Like it's one of the ways that I really advocate for people to use collaborations as a way to start your business. But even when you are further along in the game, doing collaborations, which is a great way to keep people's eyes on your content and to keep new eyes on your content. And so when you are short on time, and I've really just been thinking a lot about how do you run a business when you are short on time? And that happens to a lot of us, right? Maybe we are wives or working our nine to five or we got kids, right? Like it's just life happens or things happen. And you're kind of short on time. And so when you're in that position, I've just been thinking of different ways to like stay visible or to be more visible when you're, you know, busy. So collaborations has been like one of the things that I'm like, wow, you know, collaborations is a great way to be visible, especially when you're busy. So collaborations will expose you to new audiences. And the idea is that at the end of the collaboration, you'll be able to obviously pull a few of the people off the top to join your audience. So when you collaborate with someone, you know, that introduces you to their audience. And then the idea is that at the end of a successful collaboration, you've pulled some of those audience members over to you and maybe even gotten a sale from it. Now, I'm not going to say that collaborations like directly lead to a sale because the truth of the matter is, is that people still need some time to warm up to you and to kind of go through that customer journey. So usually I say that doing collaborations will check off that box of brand awareness. So that first step of the customer journey with someone becoming aware of your brand, that is what collaborations will do. But that doesn't mean that collaborations don't lead to sales because you could totally collaborate with someone on a paid offer. And in that case, then yes, it would definitely lead to a sale. But one thing I will say with collaborations is the intention when you do a collaboration, like you shouldn't just jump right off the bat and be like, yeah, this collaboration is gonna bring me in some money. That's not really a realistic goal to set because people, again, they need time to warm up to you, to get to know you, like you and trust you. And while I will say collaborations are definitely like a stamp of approval and an endorsement, that doesn't mean that just because you collaborate with someone, boom, all of a sudden you're going to get all these sales. So it's just about being realistic with what the goal of a collaboration is. But there's so many, like, there's so many ways you can win with doing collaborations. And again, if you're someone who doesn't have a ton of time to 
like create a bunch of social media content or maybe you're just in a season. Let me say this. Maybe you're in a season where you just don't feel like making a bunch of content. Like I go through seasons like that all the time. When I was pregnant with King, I didn't really have the energy to create content and stuff like that. When I first had King, I didn't have the energy. So sometimes we just don't have the capacity to show up in terms of like creating content and stuff. So collaborations are a great way for you to be able to do it without having to overextend yourself with that content creation wheel. Now, don't get me wrong. Y'all know that I am definitely pro creating content. I'm definitely like the person that speaks all about consistency, but collaborations are super powerful when it comes to just being and remaining visible, especially when things are just going on in your life that you just kind of can't keep up with maybe your normal marketing strategy. So I do want to mention that collaborations can be free or paid. You know, usually when you're doing a collaboration, it is more so like a free thing. Like maybe you go live together or you do a podcast interview. I think people that do podcast tours, like it's so smart, like just asking, like pitching yourself to be on podcasts and then you just do a bunch of podcast episodes. Like it's such a smart way to be more visible in a pretty quick amount of time. So, you know, of course, your collaborations could be free where it's just like an exchange of energy or you can do a paid one. And while paid ones would be more so considered like paid promotion, in my mind, it still counts as a collaboration because if you like get with an influencer and you pay them, I mean, now technically that's like influencer marketing, but I would even call that a collaboration because it is a collaboration. Like you are working together with this influencer and you're getting a result. So I mentioned that though, just to say that Be creative and think outside of the box when it comes to your collaborations and like how you are collaborating with people. But enough about that. I wanted to share like three tips to help you really leverage collaborations for more visibility. So my first tip is to make sure that the people you collaborate with actually have your ideal client in their audience. So a lot of times we kind of like when we're picking collaborations, we may look at the number of followers someone has or you know, if they post like a lot of content that's like similar to ours or whatever. But the truth of the matter is, is that someone that has an audience of 300 people that can bring you a $5,000 retainer client. So it's not about the follower account. It's about the quality of the followers they have. So really looking at their followers and seeing like, hmm, did this person buy these followers? You know, is like, are these followers engaged with their content? Are they, you know, people that I would want in my audience? And also, are these people someone that I can actually help? Because I think sometimes we do collaborations with people and while on, you know, on paper or when you look at their account, it's like, oh, wow, they have all these followers and, you know, all this stuff is happening. Like there's all this engagement. The truth of the matter is, is that the audience is not your ideal client. So what I mean by this is if you cater to maybe a more established business owner, it may not be in your best interest to collaborate with someone who their audience is beginners, right? Because while yes, they will eventually get to the stage where they can work with you. And so, you know, it's not to discount or to say you shouldn't collaborate with them, but that's a long game, right? Collaborating with someone who has a newer audience or um, people that are newer, you know, to the industry or whatever, that's a longer game than if you would just collaborate with someone who's in maybe a complementary industry, but they cater to that higher end client that you are currently working with. So it's just about like really thinking through the audience of the person you're collaborating with and making sure that your ideal client is actually in their audience and not, you know, just because they're popular because some, some people are popular and it, (laughs) I don't know how to say this in a nice way, but some people are popular and it's like, it really is not going to benefit you in the long run. So it's like you, you would do much better off focusing your effort and your energy somewhere else. 
So that's tip number one. Tip number two is when you are collaborating, you need to come with the idea. I see this happen time and time again where someone will say to me, like, they'll DM me and be like, oh, we should collaborate. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, cool, let's do it. And then nothing comes of it. And it's because when you are the person that initiates the collaboration, you have to be the one to have the idea. It's not the responsibility of the person you want to collaborate with to come up with the idea. And at the end of the day, if you come with an idea, it just makes it that much easier for the person that you want to collaborate with to say yes, because it just, it just lets them, it lets them see you as someone who like you've already figured it out. And then also it puts you in a position to ensure that you are best reflected and positioned in this collaboration. So sometimes I do collaborations and I'm like, dang, I don't think this was like an equal exchange of energy. Like, I don't think that, like, I can just tell from the collab that one person is not going to benefit as much as the other. And it kind of makes me sad. Like, dang, you know, I hope this person didn't get taken advantage of in this collaboration, but you know, it is what it is. So when you are wanting to collaborate with someone, you know, just make sure you come with the idea, but also, you know, make sure that you're positioning yourself in a really good light but that it's also beneficial to that person because nobody wants to collaborate with someone and they feel like they're not getting anything out of it as well. And again, it's not about necessarily like getting followers and stuff like that. It really is a brand awareness sort of thing. And, you know, you are in a sense sharing audiences, but it's really about being able to just put yourself on someone else's platform and to align yourself strategically with other people who can move the needle forward in your business because there's nothing like having other people that can vouch for you and what you do and your business and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, when you are collaborating, come with the idea. Like, And it doesn't have to be a fully fleshed out plan. Like this is the course of action. I want us to do a live and we're going to do this. Like you don't have to map every single step out, but just coming forward to the table with like, hey, I would love to collaborate with you on a podcast episode on your show about X, Y, and Z. And then letting the conversation just kind of flow from there. Or, hey, I would love to do a live together and we talk about X, Y, and Z. Or I would love for us, you know, now Instagram lets you, you know, do those collaborative posts. So, you know, maybe you can say like, hey, I would love to collaborate on a post together, like, and tell them what the post is. But like being as specific as possible while still leaving some room for there to be a conversation of like, oh, you know, we can have fun doing X, Y, and Z. But just really... Make sure that you come to the table with an idea. So my last tip is to lead people to something. So at the end of the collaboration, you should have a call to action that's going to be leading people to like your email list and offer, which I usually recommend don't lead them to an offer unless you've collaborated with this person several times so people are used to you. But if, if they're not used to you, I would just say push people to follow you on your own social platforms or push people towards like a free opt-in but make sure you're leading people somewhere. Because I see a lot of people fumble the bag when it comes to collaborations by not actually leading people anywhere. And while you would like to think that just because someone sees you, like they go back, they'll go back and follow you, but not really. Like people need to be told what to do. So if you want people to follow you, if you want people to sign up for your email list, make sure you explicitly say that. Also, like, like just going on the same point, if you're creating bingeable content, if you're creating, you know, just really good content, like on your platforms, maybe you don't lead people to your email, but you can just lead them to your social media. But again, I would definitely recommend like some kind of free opt-in. And it's even nicer if you can create an opt-in that's specific for whatever you're doing. So if you decide to do a live with someone, maybe you make a, a opt-in that's specific for that person's audience. And 
It takes a little bit of work. I recognize that. But also it just kind of helps you see where your audience is coming from because now you know like, oh, wow, when I worked with this person, when I collaborate with this person, I always get new signups on my email or whatever. Obviously, there are different ways to track it where you don't have to you know, create a whole new opt-in or a whole new freebie for somebody. But it's always nice to just make sure that, or not always nice, It I definitely recommend that you lead people somewhere when you are doing a collaboration. So, and it could be just as simple as leading them back to your social media channels so they can engage with you there, but just make sure you're leading people somewhere. Like don't let it be like, oh, this is the end of the conversation without pitching yourself, you know, without promoting yourself. And I guess that's another little tip too. When you are collaborating with people, make sure you weave in ways to promote yourself or ways to talk about your offers without having to like, without giving people this whole deep dive sales pitch into your offer. So if you're having a conversation, you can just say something as simple as, you know, inside of my X, Y, and Z program, this is exactly what I help people with. And then move on. Like you don't have to go into any more details or anything. You can just move on from there. And it just kind of piques people's interest and piques people's ears to the fact that you have a program that solves whatever problem you guys happen to speak, happen to be speaking about at that time. So collaborations are super powerful. Like I said, collaborating with someone, it really is like a stamp of approval. Like it's an endorsement stamp for you. I, I've actually been really watching the online space a lot. And one thing that I noticed is that people go further together. It's just the truth. People go further together. I watch people create little pods and it's like maybe four or five of them. And they're always collaborating on something together. And I watch as their audiences explode together. And it's because they are giving each other that visibility. They're giving each other another platform to spread their message on. And all of them complement each other. It's just really beautiful to see how other women's businesses like complement each other. And then they're all able to grow together. And so it basically becomes this thing of like, oh, I'm going to shout you out. You shout me out. Or, you know, you're going to come and talk to my people about this. I'm going to come talk to your people about this. And it's like, it's almost like we're, we're literally sharing a pool of clients, but it's a larger pool of clients because everybody is bringing their unique audience and their unique perspectives to the conversation. So collaborations can be really, really powerful for brand awareness and just getting you in front of your ideal client. And especially if you're really strategic and really smart about the people you align yourself with, about the people you collaborate with. I mean, you can go a long way and it's not even just about collaborating on social media. I want to be clear about that. You can collaborate on podcasts. You can collaborate on YouTube videos. You can collaborate on blogs. Like there are so many ways that you can collaborate with people. Really allow yourself to think outside the box and just think about like what, what platforms really work well for you and what you enjoy doing. But really consider in, including or incorporating some sort of like strategy for collaboration so that you can be more visible, especially if you're someone who you're just not super pressed about social media or you don't want to always have to create social content. Because imagine if you just like went live twice a week with other people like that's content right there that you can just save to your feed without having to do anything extra. So it's just it's just a great way to just really give you give you that content you need, but also to give you that visibility you need without overwhelming yourself with, you know, maybe trying to go viral or trying to create all these random posts and stuff. Not saying that people's posts are random, but you know what I'm saying? It just keeps you from having to be in that constant creation mode. And honestly, collaborations, I find they really allow you to shine as an expert and really showcase your authority because usually collaborations, they're conversations. Like most collaborations, I mean, granted, if it's like a uh, you're collaborating on a program or something, that might be different. 
But when you're collaborating, you're usually like shutting each other out and, you know, really talking about like your area of expertise and things like that. And so it really just elevates your content because you're no longer talking about more general basic things. People are really able to see your knowledge shine through, your expertise shine through. And honestly, for me, I find that collaboration shorten the customer journey. I, it was so crazy. I was looking at like where some of my recent clients came from and I realized it came from me being on someone else's platform. It came from me speaking at someone else's event, like speaking at events, that's a collaboration. If you do a virtual speaking event or in-person speaking event, that is also a collaboration. And I realized by doing these things, I was able to get in front of other audiences and the customer journey was shortened a little bit because I didn't have to, you know, basically work with this person from scratch. It's like, they already trusted me enough from the person that whose audience they were in. And from there, it was just about really building that rapport and showing them, yes, girl, I know what I'm doing. I know my stuff. I got your back. I'm going to help you build this business without stressing yourself out. Let's do this, sis. Like, and it was, it was a wrap from there. So anyway, that's all I want to say about this. I just really want to talk, kind of talk about the power of collaborations for visibility. And especially if you're someone that just finds yourself kind of busy, maybe prioritizing collaborations might be a great way for you to stay relevant, you know, become a name in your industry without having to create a bunch of content, which I know a lot of people are trying to figure out other ways to market their business besides always creating content and collaborations. It's definitely going to be your thing. So. I hope this was able to bless you today and help you today. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.